Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's episode, we are talking about the sexual response cycle and what exactly is an orgasm. By the end of this episode, you will have a better understanding of the process your body goes through to achieve an orgasm. This is the first episode on learning about the sexual response cycle. If you are listening with little ears around, this episode is a little steamy, so I would definitely save it for later. Before we get started today, I have a special offer for you. I have created the ultimate guide to foreplay with hot tips and tricks to spice it up. Get your copy today by going to foreplay.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com. Hope you enjoy my bonus gift to you. You can also find the link in the bio. A little background on the sexual response cycle before we really dig into it. The sexual response cycle for women has multiple different theories, but the one we are going to discuss in this episode appears to be the most accepted theory. The biggest difference I have seen in the different theories out there is that all of the phases seem to have a little bit different name, but are typically describing the same process. There was one book that I really used to uh, create this episode. And that was um, one of my favorite books, She Comes First by Dr. Ian Kerner. I talked about that one uh, when a prior episode, and if you haven't read that book, seriously, go grab it. You will thank me later. So um, I used parts of that book and incorporated some other sources as well. You should know that the sexual response cycle was first studied in about the 1960s by Master and Johnson. So let's set the scene. You have been sexting your partner all day. You cannot wait to get home. You were setting the groundwork for what is about to come tonight. You get home and there is your partner waiting for you. You have decided you want to engage in sex. Dozens of chemicals and hormones are released into your bloodstream as you begin to kiss your partner. Blood flow is redirected towards the pelvic area. Nerve fibers in your genital area become excited. Erectile tissues begin to swell. The skin becomes more sensitive to touch while your partner is touching you. Your breasts swell in size. The stimulation of your nipples starts producing oxytocin, a hormone that creates a pleasurable sensation throughout the genital area and increases the feeling of pleasure and bonding. Now, while all of this is going on, your Bartholonian glands, remember those? We talked about that in our first episode. They start producing a small amount of thick fluid that acts as a lubricant. The clitoral head begins to emerge from its hood. This is the first phase in the sexual response cycle. Some people call it desire. Others call it libido. Um, For the purpose of our podcast, we're going to call it desire or libido. Now, keep in mind that not every woman goes through all of these steps, but it gives us a general overview of what's going on during that first phase. So let's move into the second phase. So as tension builds throughout the body, respirations increase, blood pressure goes up, your heart beats faster, 
The vagina widens and lengthens at least two inches in length for preparation for penetration. This is known as vaginal tinting. Now, the clitoris. The body stiffens, stretches, elongates, and swells. The clitoral head nearly doubles in size. The ridges can be felt through the vaginal wall. The suspensory ligament tightens and causes the clitoral head to retract beneath the hood, where it remains until orgasm. The round ligament between the uterus and the inner labia tug on both ends. This involves the uterus in the sexual response cycle and climax. Skin flushes, breathing deepens, heart rate soars, everything tightens. The inner labia change color and darken from the engorgement of blood. This is the second phase of the sexual response cycle, arousal or plateau. Now, as all the muscle tension is building, you explode in orgasm. The vaginal walls and pelvic floor muscles contract rhythmically in approximately every 0.8 seconds. The sphincter muscles in the rectum contract in sync. The uterus contracts from all the oxytocin. These contractions produce a wave of pleasure, and for some women, they may also ejaculate. Don't worry, we're covering female ejaculation on a future episode. This is the third phase of the sexual response cycle, climax or excitement. Now, not everyone results in orgasm. And we're going to talk about that coming up here in just a second. Now, the fourth and final phase is the resolution phase. So as you return to your calm, pre-aroused state, the genitals become less hypersensitive, except for the clitoral head. This lasts about five to 10 minutes. For some women, this is when post-coital cuddling begins. Unlike men, women do not experience a refractory period. And a refractory period is a period of time that is needed to pass before another erection will begin. So that is your little overview on the sexual response cycle. So with all of that, what, what exactly is an orgasm? Now, there's a lot of definitions on that. One definition um, that I've found is that an orgasm is a feeling of intense pleasure intense physical pleasure, and release of tension that is accompanied by involuntary rhythmic contractions of your pelvic floor muscles. Another definition that I found that I I really like, it's very detailed, was that a variable transient peak sensation of intense pleasure creating an altered state of consciousness, usually accompanied by involuntary rhythmic contractions of the pelvic floor, uterus, and anus, with the inability to voluntarily relax those muscles, usually with the feeling of, of well-being and contentment. I really liked that definition just because it was very detailed, um, but kind of gives you a good idea of what an orgasm is. Now, the number of orgasmic contractions can vary from woman from orgasm to orgasm, really anywhere between three to 15 on average. However, remember Masters and Johnson that we talked about earlier? They did some research where they observed a woman who experienced a 43 second orgasm consisting of more than 25 successive contractions. 
So um, it varies. Every every orgasm is different. Every woman is different. Now, what you should also know is that pregnant women can sometimes experience prolonged orgasms because of the persistent engorgement of their genitals. It is important to keep in mind that despite sexual satisfaction, women may not have orgasms at all, or they may have multiple orgasms. So that being said, many women who orgasm regularly only orgasm about a half to three fourths of the time. So, um, keep that in mind. I think there's a lot of focus on, your partner or female achieving orgasm. And there definitely needs to be a emphasis put on helping the female achieve orgasm. But if she doesn't orgasm, that doesn't mean it was a bad experience. That doesn't mean that it wasn't good. Um, Now, remember, 80% of women need some sort of clitoral stimulation to achieve orgasm. So, um, There are other ways to achieve orgasm. Some ladies can achieve orgasm by stimulating um, their vagina, their uh, breasts, their nipples, their mons pubis, which we talked about in our first episode. Um, Others can even achieve orgasm with mental imagery, fantasy, and hypnosis. Well, now that I got you all worked up, that basically sums up what the body goes through during intercourse and what an orgasm looks like. This podcast is sponsored by Pure Romance by Jordan Jones. Have you heard about her quarterly subscription box, The Sexy Box? The next shipment goes out June 15th. Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss the hottest subscription box out there. Each box is valued at more than $100 and includes some of the top-selling products. Check out the link in the bio to get yours today. On the next episode, we are taking a look at female sexual dysfunction. Get ready to learn about all kinds of different things that affect a woman's normal sexual response cycle. Now, go orgasm! Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.